from Flow with Ren. This is the Sunroom Podcast. My name's Ren, yogi, self-transformation worker, and your host here on the Sunroom Podcast. I come forth with a perspective that is rooted in yogic philosophy, life experiences, and my own energetic gifts. As a result, I've created this podcast to help you transform your life in an authentically empowered way. Step into your aligned path and bring forth the manifestations you are calling in. Each week, I'll share solo discussions explaining my trials and tribulations, my processes and tools that have changed my life completely, and the many yogic and spiritual methods that I hold near and dear. And you may even find the occasional guided meditation from time to time. Therefore, by tuning into this podcast series, you have begun the journey to an authentic and empowered self. And by pressing play and joining us here today, you are starting your transformation here and now. If you've enjoyed season one or even this episode today, please leave a review, comment, or even share it with a friend that is struggling to find their empowered authenticity, is ready to transform their life, and may even benefit from my information that you are about to learn. Join me, won't you? Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Sunroom Podcast. I am your host, Ren. This week's episode 110 is titled Overcoming Life's Obstacles. As we move along this episode, we will talk about a few tips to overcome life's challenges and how they really can make such unique and drastic change to the quality of happiness, content, and just overall regulation within the body as you go through and ride the waves of life. Sometimes the obstacles we face in life are paralyzing and possibly leaving us trapped in our current reality. Today, I would love to share eight tips on how to overcome life's challenges and restart our lives. Even though many of us hope for a carefree life, it just will not happen. Challenges will always be on our path. Sometimes it may seem as if the walls ahead of us are simply too high to surmount. Yet, Overcoming challenges is a part of how we learn and grow. Indeed, obstacles give us an opportunity to become the best versions of ourselves, and I am testament to that today. History is filled with examples of people who learned how to trounce impediments and develop psychologically from the process. Einstein is a famous example of how overcoming obstacles can result in greatness. Apart from not speaking until he was three, he constantly faced doubt and underappreciation by adults throughout his childhood and youth, kind of like myself. Still, he found a way to develop his talents and become one of the most recognized names in human history. In this podcast today, I'll explain how you can perceive overcoming challenges as a means of psychological growth, riding the waves of life, and I'll even explain why we need to fight the obstacles we face and why we need to do so in an adaptive manner. Finally, I'll give you eight science-based tips on overcoming obstacles in a way that helps you grow and becomes braver and more confident. So why do we need to overcome life's obstacles in general? Like, what is the point of all of this? My example of Einstein from the introduction 
illustrates something that is called overcompensation in psychology. When we have an actual or perceived deficit of a sort, we will usually try to offset by developing into a particular forte. This strong point will then serve as a counterweight to the shortfall. Overcompensation means going above and beyond the necessary. Examples of overcompensation reveal how overcoming challenges opens the path to psychological growth in life. Albeit going that far is not necessary for every obstacle we face, yet we must say that the avoidance is usually maladaptive or unhealthy. When we face life's hurdles, we are presented with choices. And I love choices. Life is all about choices. So as we either commit to overcoming challenges or to failing or stagnating, here's why. When you avoid dealing with difficulties, you risk experiencing a range of adverse emotions. Some of the most common ones are anger for, the, for your aspirations remaining unfulfilled. Guilt because you know that you did not try hard enough. Or envy when you witness others getting what they want and or what you want in the long term. You're also bound to become stressed because problems rarely just disappear. Avoidance of difficulties, research reveals, leads to, diminishing, leads to a diminishing sense of control. In turn, your psychological well-being and mental health will decline. Ruminations are excessive, repetitive thoughts that make it impossible to think productively about anything else. Ruminating is tied to avoiding dealing with the different life's issues. And as you avoid life's difficulties in these different life issues, self-doubt, anxiety, and depression could come up as a result of that continual failure to achieve your goals. While you did not realize your dreams at first, empirical findings reveal that this defense mechanism is associated with emotional disorders and or a lack of emotional intelligence. Therefore, even though overcoming challenges may feel scary at times, it is vital for your well-being. As you progress through hurdles on your own path towards attaining goals, you are simultaneously growing as a person. You develop self-confidence, learn to move beyond self-indulgence, and develop adaptive responses to whatever life throws your way. I say time and time again to find that great time to hop onto a wave, to ride in on your intuitive knowing. I know at first when I took on life's challenges, especially within these past few years, people thought I was a bit cuckoo banana or just a bit like naive about my reality or how far I could go in life and all these things, which are all a projection of that self-doubt, that anxiety and depression or lack mindset that other people carry for themselves, not for me. Yet, as I saw life's challenges and enjoy the burdens that I carry in my life now and have always to an extent, it has made it that much easier to ride the waves knowing that even if I did not overcome that obstacle in that moment, there are more to come for me to find that same thing with a different face. So I have eight tips to help you overcome life's challenges in a way that feels regulated, balanced, and can be highly individualized to how each in, in particular person responds to complications. How we respond can be affected by our past experiences, mental habits, as well as our personalities. Seeking and overcoming challenges seems embedded in some people's temperament and personality structure. Nonetheless, whether you are naturally geared towards adventure or not, you will hit an impediment here and there. Overcoming obstacles will be easier if you incorporate some of the following tips on productive coping mechanisms to get through these challenges. 
So the first thing that is first out of these eight steps, which not many people, I think, take into consideration at times, is that you need to analyze the problem very well. It may seem obvious, but the first step to overcoming challenges without difficulty is understanding the problem ahead. Still, many of us fail to approach this issue analytically. You may be amazed by how often we succumb to apprehension, avoidance, or daydreaming and unsustainable optimism. On the other hand, instead of scrutinizing the problem critically. I know for myself, and I've heard this phrase time and time again, is that the less you take action in your life and make change, it's almost this false sense of security because you know the outcome. You know nothing's going to happen and or the choices that you're lacking to make will just manifest in a negative mindset and get you in that cycle that is unbreakable at times. Therefore, I want you to examine where the problem truly lies. Is it a real or perceived obstacle? Which aspect is the most important one? In what order do you need to tackle the elements of the difficulty? What is it that you can and cannot impact? What resources do you need? New knowledge and skills, others' help, time, or even determination. Number two is consider it an opportunity, not a threat. Now, I'm not going to lie. When I first got into teaching yoga, I was very adamant on becoming a household name and becoming the yogi and becoming a thing. It's just instead of building me, building my empire, stepping into a bit more of that wellness industry instead of just yoga. And the more that I was leading a life that was aimed towards something that really wasn't aligned, but I felt like everybody kind of wanted me to do to get off the ground and get running and making money right off the rip, I realized that as I was unfolding into that reality and that path, I was met time and time again with these distractions, with these overwhelming obstacles that I felt like were in my way. And as I perceived that and didn't take on the opportunity, and I didn't consider it an opportunity and not a threat, I ended up kind of letting it go. And I got harder on myself and harder on myself, but I also was able to then see towards the end of it and after that it was an opportunity for me to shine and show up in a way that I've never had before. It was an opportunity for me to cultivate a little bit of connection with others and flex that muscle of communication in a different manner. And I'm not going to lie, a common obstacle to successfully overcoming challenges is your mindset. I will be the first to admit that I'm not the type of person who goes about looking for challenges and adventures. Even more certainly, I used to feel threatened by a new, by any new and tricky situation. Still, what I found very useful is changing my perspective. What may not come naturally to you could be developed over time throughout practice and again, flexing that muscle over time and knowing that if this thing is not serving me or this thing did not come to fruition, something else will. Those who enjoy challenges that thrive facing hitches, see every obstacle as an opportunity to become greater, better, different, you too can train your mind to to think of hindrances as a chance to learn something new and evolve rather than suffer or feel as though the world is against you, instead of having a choice and breaking both hands on the wheel to guide your life through any obstacle it throws at you. Now this one might take a little bit of time, but number three is examine and dismantle your self-doubts. Overcoming obstacles is often made more difficult by your own unhelpful thoughts, your little gremlins, or your intrusive thoughts, especially if you're used to avoiding facing challenges. 
When you look at your records and see but a few instances in which you fought a problem head on, it's easy to succumb to self-doubt. Your brain really loves validation of its own reality and experience, and doubting your abilities or even loathing yourself for lack thereof will get you nowhere and validate that experience more and more. So what you need to do is to examine and lock down your lack of faith in your skills and self and your self-worth. Where does it come from? What thought comes to your mind when you anticipate trouble? How does it make you feel? Feeling in the body and really understanding that overwhelm, that heat in the body or being a little bit sweaty or shaky. How realistic is such a belief to hold? And could you think about the situation differently? And I had to have to say, yes, you could. I know when I'm taking on a little bit of self-doubt, imposter syndrome, or standing more in my glow and my worth in this divine way that I have been aiming towards in the past few years, I do doubt my abilities at time. I do have a lot of lack when it comes to the way that I show up and has and have, historically speaking. Yet, as I examine and again knock down that lack of faith in my skills, knowing that I've been asked to be here, people pay me to have time spent with me, and the more that I embody and believe in myself and take that on even before it even arises, the easier it has come through. Next is number four. Keep a record of your past success. One helpful way to deal with self-doubt more effectively is to document one's success. Many people tend to overestimate their shortcomings. At the same time, they underestimate how well they can address problems. And as a result, their self-perception gets distorted, making them blind to their own abilities. Make a little record, you know, in your notes app, maybe in your journal of your past accomplishments. Do not hold back, but praise yourself for everything you achieved. Remember the times when you overcame snags with triumph, And what qualities did you need to mobilize to overcome challenges? I want you to write them all down and then come to that whenever you feel a lack of confidence creeping in on you. I know, for instance, I love to celebrate my accomplishments, no matter big or small. If it's I've had if I've had a client a day that I've had open for the week and I have three clients for those three days, celebrate If I got my first client in whatever trajectory I'm going in, celebrate. If I'm opening up and bringing new collaborations into my life, celebrate. Have one, two people, a whole booked list for a workshop, celebrating. If I finish my work for the damn day and I'm hanging out around my house early, celebrate. Paint, draw, journal, take time to meditate, and just enjoy this accomplishment, no matter if it's big or small, daily. Number five is make a solid plan. Once you're clear on where the problem lies, what unhelpful thoughts might be hindering your success, and which talents you can really tap into and help you overcome challenges, it's time to plan how to do it. In other words, you're highly unlikely to accomplish your goals if you do not combine a belief in yourself with a solid action plan. Now, I want you to define the goal and communicate it to those who need to be involved. Make a step-by-step map of action that is clear and easy to follow. Make sure there are tangible steps and smaller objectives on a day-to-day basis on the way to the final goal. Measure the results and celebrate them, like I said, because that is the most important part. 
and you know, coming from the world of horses, nothing goes to plan. Neither does yoga and anything else in this world. Yet I feel like as long as I have a st- as long as I have a solid plan and a solid structure, that kind of fluidity within that movement, within that structural element, is what I thrive in. I know there's parameters. I know there's walls. I know there's an action plan. Yet and if it doesn't always go to plan, that's okay. We have that next step, the following one, and the following one. And maybe new ideas come along the way, more areas to celebrate, be able to get involved with the people and collaborate with others to help take action on these easier steps or even the harder ones. And within doing so, the plan might shift and change, but the overall structure is always there. This might be easier said than done. Yet number six is assemble a circle of support. Overcoming obstacles is much easier when you have someone to lean on. Social support has been confirmed to be one of the crucial factors in psychological well-being over and over again. Somehow life's problems tend to seem much bigger when you feel alone in dealing with them. So ask for support from the right people, especially. Seek out those who will be supportive, accepting, and realistic. Whether it's your friends and family, a support group, a psychiatrist, a psychotherapist, an encouraging social environment online can also do wonders for your self-esteem. It will highlight and nurture your ability to overcome any issue ahead. And if you aren't able to have that support system right off the way, I do recommend commenting, DMing, liking, following people that you see yourself wanting to be around, that kind of energy, that kind of unconditional love and support that others can give to you that may lie within a family structure, friends, and socialness as well. Because then even if it is starting off small or not in real life, it is something. And it's really getting the ball rolling regardless of in person or online. Number seven is meditate. Meditation is a technique that can help you integrate the tips we have spoken about above. Meditation practice teaches you to calm your mind and free it from ruminating apprehensions and adverse emotions. And adverse emotions. It gives you the mental flexibility and physical tranquility you need for overcoming obstacles with success. And finally, after meditation, you will notice greater clarity in understanding the problem ahead and how you can tackle it. A lot of the times people say within meditation to clear your mind, to empty out your thoughts, when in reality, it's not necessarily your own thoughts, especially if it's not within the lack mindset or lower vibrational frequency, yet it's clearing out the noise and the clutter, at least for myself, of other people's thoughts, opinions, and lack mindsets that they're trying to project onto me as I'm going through life's challenges. And not because they are telling me I can't do these things or to be quiet because I don't want to listen, yet... In the back of your brain, you're holding your mother's voice, your father's voice, that boyfriend or girlfriend that you had that made a a snide comment about the way that you dress or the way you show up in the world, even if it was years prior. Taking a time to meditate, to find that stillness, mind and body, using the breath to kind of free up that space and really navigate what shows up within it as it has a bit more freedom to move around and be a bit more unapologetic. Number eight is one of my favorite things is pledge a devotion to self care. Let me be straight. Overcoming challenges can be hard. So hard. And it's easy to disregard healthy habits when you are entangled with your problems, or I like to say, wrapped up in your own shit. (laughs) 
This is why you should commit to a few self-care practices and ensure you are well cared for. Broadly speaking, all the tips in this podcast can be seen as a form of self-care. When you perceive a problem rationally, address unhelpful beliefs and develop a growth mindset and self-confidence, you care for yourself. The same goes for gathering support or meditating. However, what we have in mind here is more specific. It's a well-known set of recommendations to make sure you do not neglect to care for your mental, physical, and spiritual well-being and needs. Therefore, I want you to eat healthy and regularly. Set up a better sleep routine to ensure that to ensure both the quality and quantity of your sleep that you need. Exercise, maybe move the body, take a walk outside to release some of the accumulated stress and energy and Bring that and neutralize it into the ground, especially if you can be barefoot outside. That's so yummy and amazing. Socialize with the right people and consume quality media content. And finally, pamper yourself. Treat yourself to something pleasant and healthy, like a relaxing massage, a Reiki appointment with myself, or just taking the day to go see a movie and treat yourself to lunch. You will find your mental batteries charged as a result of such a healthcare routine, and you will be much more willing to embrace the opportunity to grow from overcoming challenges. I know when I have been met with, previously speaking, historically speaking, a challenge that feels a bit of a personal attack, something that I have attached to and not have found discernment of knowing what is my energy to feel, what is someone's else, someone else's discomfort that is being projected onto me, and not taking it on as my own has been a huge thing to overcome and to be a bit more pragmatic about that self-care and healthy habit within myself. I know at times when I was going through the loss of my dad and realizing the people around me that were stuck in cycles that were quite similar that couldn't see past their own stuff, couldn't see past their own environment of feeling as though that they had no control over the life that they led or that they felt as though they were inhibited by others around them to kind of be dragged into these time and time again situations that felt like huge obstacles and mountains to climb. And as I did the work to dismantle that in my own life, it became very clear to the people around me that I was no longer playing the same game. And it really hurt me and it really took offense. And I really took offense when others around me kept trying to humble me in some way or bring upon qualities of myself that no longer were resonant or factual in this person that I'm becoming and who I am now and ever evolving into. And the more that I tried to articulate it or just show up in a different manner, at times it was more triggering and destructive to the people around me more so than getting them on board to commit to that self-care practice and ensure that I was well cared for. So as you are taking on this new path of overcoming life's obstacles, know not everybody has the strength, the courage, and the availability within them to do such grand and amazing things in their life. And everybody's path is their own. Everyone has their unique way of being divinely timed into the trajectory of their life. And just because you are doing this and you are taking this on doesn't mean it takes away from others or yourself in the reverse. Yet it's perfectly natural to feel anxiety and dread even when faced with a major challenge in your life. The more important the goal, the graver the fear of not attaining it. 
And you may even feel completely paralyzed, which is totally okay, because it happens to all of us, especially when we're met with something pretty heavy. However, obstacles tend to not go away just because we look the other way. So take the challenges life throws at you head on. This will show you a doorway to an unbounded field of psychological growth and emotional growth as well. Embrace the hurdles and snags. Be courageous and believe in yourself. Even though overcoming challenges may feel like you are in a free fall at times into the unknown, be at ease. Find your flow. There is a new you that will catch you on the other side of this obstacle you are facing. Thank you all so much for tuning in to this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And for those of you that are interested in connecting further to begin this self-transformation journey, join me, Ren, at flowwithren.com to work one-on-one on empowering your authentic nature of walking aligned on your unique path in life. Or get a tiny taste of what it's like to work side-by-side with me by setting up a free 30-minute consultation call. All of this information is linked below, so do not worry. I can't wait to see you next week. See you around.